Hello, and welcome to Answer 42, a podcast that, temporarily, knows it all. In this, my 42nd year of being alive, I've decided to harness all of the innate wisdom that I must now possess, albeit temporarily, and take stock of everything that I now know. Today is day 159 of this project. Today is also the 17th of January, and that means today you continue to harness your wisdom on major influences. In other words, how did you come up with that? So I'm not sure. I'm not sure how I came up with that, why my brain took us all on this journey. But what I seem to be suggesting here is that something or someone played a hand in the wiring of my brain, which has led me and continues to lead me to make the choices that I make. Nature nurture, probably both. So, recently, I unpacked a box that was filled with children's books, my children's books. These were the best of the best children's books, at least in terms of their impact on me. And I felt that some of the stories that I remembered so vividly clearly must have had a huge impact on me and the ways I move through the world now. So I thought I'd talk about a few of them. Here are three. The first is Perfect the Pig by Susan Jeske, where a small piglet, who is unnoticed and ignored by everyone on the farm, is granted a wish for wings that allow him to fly. Wow. But with wings, the piglet is considered too different and is therefore kicked off the farm. With nowhere else to go, the flying piglet flies into the city where he meets Olive, a painter who lives alone in a studio apartment with a balcony, and takes the flying piglet in, giving him the name Perfect, and starting a project where she paints his portrait. These paintings are so successful that Olive is able to sell them for a lot of money, and that money allows her to continue to support and feed Perfect. Then one day, a bad man captures Perfect and tries to make money off of him in a different way, I think by having him fly around and entertain the crowd, but he is quickly stopped and Perfect is rescued by Olive and all is well in the end. So what was so impactful about this book? I think it's the idea of going from totally ignored to being noticed and feared But never really being seen has always been a potent one for me. Like, you have two extreme choices, and neither of them are good. Also, seeing a woman live on her own and make her own art and lead a happy and surprising life, thanks Olive, was certainly a magical one for me to observe and grow up with. Also, in further considering it, I suppose this book gave me the somewhat troubling notion that friendship is transactional. Hmm. Okay, here's another. The Amazing Bone by William Stieg. This one is about how Pearl, another pig, 
is, but this one is much more anthropomorphic, is walking home from school and finds a magic talking bone on the ground. This bone has the ability to imitate any sound and speak in any language. So Pearl the pig takes the bone with her. And on the way home, they have several misadventures, including an encounter with a hungry fox who wants to eat Pearl for dinner. So how was this an impactful book? Okay, this book scared the hell out of me. I can still remember the pictures where the fox walks Pearl back into his home with the intention of killing and eating her. But what I mostly remember is the beauty of the world that Pearl inhabited, juxtaposed with the terrible actions of other people, or animals in this case. And while Pearl escapes her misadventures of that late afternoon, early evening, I expect that she was never the same after. I mean, how do you trust a world, even a world that appears to be so beautiful, that also contains such absolute horrors? I mean, the fox locks... I can't even get into it. It's horrible. Okay. So, in other words, what I got from this book is it makes it seem like beauty is a trap, right? No matter how beautiful the day is, terrible things are just around the corner, or they could be. Now, I suppose having the wishbone gives Pearl some sense of protection, enough to work up the courage to leave home again tomorrow, you know, after this horrific day that she's had. I guess she has to go back to school the next day. And perhaps somewhere deep in the back of my developing brain, I assumed that I also had some sort of magic wishbone that would protect me from the horrors as I explored the beauty. I don't know. But, oh my God, did this book give me nightmares. And definitely I read it repeatedly because I was so afraid of it. Okay, here is one more. This one's called Each Peach Pear Plum by Alan and Janet Alberg. This was a picture book and a quasi-precursor to the Where's Waldo series. So each page provided a short poem that introduced the reader to a nursery rhyme character that could be found in the painting on the next page. Each painting was American folk art in style and, uh, from what I recall, really peaceful in effect. There was also a cumulative property at work here because, and again, this is if I remember correctly, the characters introduced on the previous pages would keep showing up. So each painting got more detailed and intricate as it attempted to hide more characters for you to find. It's over three decades later, and I still remember some of the rhymes. Each peach, pear plum. I spy Tom Thumb. Go find Tom Thumb. Tom Thumb in the cupboard. I spy Mother Hubbard. And then you would see that Tom Thumb was indeed hiding in the cupboard, but Mother Hubbard was a mystery that you had to find. How is this an impactful book? Okay. That simplicity could be deceiving, and that even simple-seeming things required great thought and planning in order to pull them off. 
There was also an elegance to this book that I would look for moving forward in everything and would try to recreate in the art that I make. That magic didn't need to be deceptive, just thoughtful. There are others, like Hey Kid by Rita G. Gelman and Where the Wild Things Are by Maurice Sendak, but I'm not going to get into them now. They were impactful for reasons that eh, perhaps I'll share someday. Tomorrow is the 18th, where you continue to harness your wisdom on (laughs) my strange generation. In other words, what are you? Thank you for witnessing my 42nd year. Bye now.